Hey everybody, it's Brad Williams and Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by White Cloud e-cigarettes. We're not saying you should start smoking, but if you already do, awesome. And if you've ever wanted to try an e-cigarette, these are the ones to go with. White Cloud e-cigarettes offers over 20 flavors. That's almost as many as Baskin Robbins. 20 flavors and 6 nicotine strengths. It's cheaper than other e-cigarettes that you'll see at convenience stores and with much more variety. White Cloud e-cigarettes sponsors comedians they've been doing it for over two years now they've also sponsored uh comedy festivals like the boston comedy festival and the orlando indie comedy festival if you've ever been curious about trying an e-cigarette i have well the fling is the low cost no commitment way to do so and the fling offers same day ups shipping on orders before 6 p.m eastern but is there a website? Customers can go to WCESigs.com. That's WCESigs.com. But we want to make sure our listeners get them for cheap. So is there a coupon code? To get 25% off of the order, use the coupon code ALN Podcast. That's ALN Podcast at WCESigs.com to get your White Cloud e cigarettes today. And now enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night Podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Huh? I hope. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you for subscribing on iTunes uh, or listening on AboutLastNightPodcast.com. We appreciate all the love and support. Uh, the, these episodes the past few weeks have been some of my favorite, and today is no exception. Today's guest is Jody Miller. That's right, getting a female in the rotation. It's been a little bit since we had some, uh, some funny gals. Stop by the uh, the podcast. Jody Miller, one of the funniest comics out there. Um, you may have seen her on Chelsea Lately uh, or uh, or The Tonight Show uh, or uh, America's Got Talent. Her audition clip uh, from America's Got Talent was one of the highest uh, viewed clips on YouTube. You got to YouTube it. Jody Miller, America's Got Talent. She crushed it. Uh, it was a bummer she didn't move on, but uh, you know she did her thing, and uh, the exposure she got was incredible. Hearing that experience too of of you know having to make small talk with Heidi Klum and, uh, and Howard Stern and Howie Mandel and Mel B from the Spice Girls who was a judge for some fucking reason um, they make small talk with her before she's about to do her act in front of thousands of people which is just not how stand-up works uh, that, the pressure of that whole experience is incredible and she breaks it down for us uh, that and her love for cats, my dislove for cats, uh, her points of view on men and dating and, 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 and uh, dating younger dudes and Tinder. It's all real fresh and, and, and fresh. What am I fucking, what am I, a DJ from 1992? It's all real fresh jams and, and the way we get into the scripts and scraps of the talk and the, and the, and the jams and the, and the whoop was Man, it's some, it's some cool-eyed jams, man. So dig it or don't dig it. Uh, but you know, Jody just uh, uh, is a funny, a uh, funny person, and uh, that always makes for a great podcast. She's written books. She's toured overseas. She's done the military tours. She's a national headliner. She's a regular at all the big clubs in LA, uh, and she she teaches comedy and and mentors young kids. Uh, some of these stories that she tells us about the uh, the kids that she's taken under her wings and introducing comedy to will blow your mind and maybe make you cry. I mean, it's really in- inspiring. Shit. It was a 10-year-old that she's uh, teaching stand-up right now. And uh, and it, the stories, hearing how on point this kid is already at 10 and observant and funny, uh, was making Brad and I a little uh, worried for our jobs. We're like, fuck, man, it's starting at 10? Like, we gotta... 
Fuck. Um, anyway, Jody's Jody's the best, uh, one of the sweetest people in the business, and uh, and just flat out funny. And uh, she brought it on today's show. So follow Jody on Twitter at Jody Miller Comic, J O D I Miller Comic. Follow Brad on Twitter at Funny Brad. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Uh, Brad Williams, where's he gonna be? Well, that motherfucker is on tour still, out of the radio DJ booth and back on the road where he should be. Uh, Brad Williams is at Hyenas Comedy Club in Dallas, Texas, March 12th through the 14th. Get your tickets uh, at bradwilliamscomedy.com. Hyenas Comedy Club in Dallas, March 12th through the 14th. Go see Brad. Uh, Me, I don't got any road dates right now. I'm in L.A. for a little while. Improv Comedy Store Laugh Factory. Check adamraytv.com for all my dates. I'm fresh off the Adam Devine Tour. Uh, One of the greatest experiences of my life. I... I, uh, I can't believe I'm alive. It was, uh, what, 20 cities in like 23 days. Planes, trains, automobiles, booze. Uh, I just, unbelievable. The crowds were insane. Um, I hope I get to do it again. Uh, Adam uh, and I had a blast. Uh, you know, stand-up is, uh, is an amazing gift that we've been allowed to do. And uh, this tour was a once-in-a-lifetime experience. And I'll never forget it. I will remember you Stand up to her I will remember you Don't let those pictures From D.C. and Boston End up on my Facebook page (laughs) Um, Of course, uh, keep subscribing to the podcast on iTunes Tell your friends to subscribe Uh, Get it on your iPhone, Android, aboutlastnightpodcast.com And of course, estoymerchandise.com E-S-T-O-Y merchandise.com For all your ABLN merch info That's the t-shirt info Those are the tour dates. Those are the Twitter handles. And now, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy a very special episode of the About Last Night podcast with the hilarious Jody Miller. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and listen to our dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. It's about last night. Dan, I was like, is this the Grammys or a podcast? I don't know what's going on here. Now, as comics, should we... <laughs> Yo, I've been rocking out some Timberlake hard recently. Hey. Who hasn't? I've seen him in concert twice. Not, as, not ashamed to say it. In two of the best damn shows I've ever seen I'll in my life. I'll tell you right now, I was at uh, Brad Garrett's Comedy Club over the summer and... Name dropper. I know, I just, I just threw it right there. Pick it up on your way out. Um, yeah, well, I was at the, uh, the, uh, yeah. the uh, Lori Metcalf School of oh, Design and Talent <laughs> Shaping. Well, that's why I'm here, because I know that you know her. Um, <laughs> but uh, Justin was playing there. It was at the MGM. Oh, wait, so this was I, recently. Yeah, this was recently. Well, it's like, it's oh, no, like for did, New Year's. He did New Year's, but then he also did August. And when I checked okay. in, I remember thinking everyone, like, there was just like hordes of naked girls everywhere. I'm like, are they all here for my show because they know that I'm featuring for some unknown (laughs) carnival cruise karmic? Um, And I was walking down to the Saturday... Don't talk about Rita Rudd like that. She's she's an established comic. She is. I'm sorry, Rita. She's done great things in this business. (laughs) I was walking, though. You have to walk from where they keep the comics, which is 
like very far off of the MGM. It's barely attached. And then you mm-hmm. walk through to get to the club. And I mean, I, it took me an hour to get there because there was just all these women. They were dressed. They were wearing shirts that were dresses. I just, I saw ovaries. I saw like a lot oh of things. Oh my God. And I saw their boyfriends like gripping onto their hand. And I'm thinking, you have nothing to worry about. Right. Justin's not going to point to your skanky girlfriend <laughs> in a 10,000 seat arena and be like, that girl with the that Hello one. Kitty shirt on. Tonight, you, to you me. me. Yeah. <laughs> Sex. I, I know I've got Jessica Beale at home, but fuck, fuck it. it. Yeah. I want that one. Right. And, and I, I, think, I, I think a lot of people, men and women are both really guilty of that. Like you see that when you, when, when you go to the clubs and the guys are just like clutching. Oh, they're drag along girls. That's what I, I yeah. used to have a joke about that. They just take their girls and they just drag them everywhere. The girls, yeah. they have, they can't do anything. They just go wherever the guy's going. They're like, Oh, we're going this way now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah that, that sounds like a Fisher price toy from the eighties. Hey, drag along <laughs> girls. <laughs> dress her up, dress her down. She's fucking clueless. <laughs> what do you Co- think of collect them all? <laughs> I was just having a conversation with a, a comic friend of mine who um you can name drop it's mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. i don't think i should say his name because he bill cosby been involved with a 19 year old girl oh. he's only bill cosby he's only 30 <laughs> oh, so can't wait to, i can't wait to guess after the show um but he's only 30 but he was telling me and well, I'm she's curious, 19 yeah that's and, illegal and, and he was, fine and he started to come he started to like find himself frustrated and complaining about some things and then he just stops himself he goes you know what man if i and then he just starts laughing he goes if i ever like fully complain about like the problems with trying to date a 19 year old at this stage of my life, he goes, just unfriend me immediately. <laughs> He's like, cause he was things that, you know, and, and I was like, yeah, I don't think 19 year old girls care about anything but social media. That's it. Right. Uh, right. That is it. Would you ever date a 19 year old? No, no. Would you? Uh, I, the last, the youngest girl I, when I was 28, I dated a 22 year old and I was like, no, I'm not, yeah. doing, I'm not doing that. I think right. when That's I was so. 26 yeah. or 27, like a 22, but that. That, you know, that's not a, that doesn't seem like a big age gap. No, me. when you're both in your 20s, I think it's a little bit better. Yeah. Once you hit 30, if From, you're dating someone who's not even 20, who's not even legal. Yeah, yeah, that's not, it's like, okay. And I don't, don't want to hear the, arg- the Darkwing Duck theme song. <laughs> exactly. no. That's my cutoff point. <laughs> and when, when you're like, yeah, I mean, like Fred Savage, and they go, who? Is oh. that, uh, right? If or, you, yeah, yeah, you just gotta like look at them go, Goonies. What would oh, you do if I sang? Which song is that? Who's that? What's, a new group? What's that? Is that, like, is, is that, like is that Sam One Direction? Smith? It's One Direction. Oh my god, it's like One Direction featuring <laughs> Sam Smith? Oh my god, it's the best. No, uh, then, no, oh. then they're gone. Kick yeah, them out. I mean, you must be thankful that you didn't, uh, we didn't, all didn't come up right with that amount of social media that's right. Oh, I mean, do you feel like you'd be. Oh my god, my life would be completely different. First of all, I was in a wet t shirt contest spring break in college. That would yes. be everywhere. You were. Google. Yeah. Google. Yeah. You can't. You can't because there's no proof now. There's nothing. There was throwaway cameras. That's right. the closest thing we had. Like people exactly. were clicking, but then they all got lost. I don't know why. Yeah. You're in Mexico. Really was such a big question mark because you're a fun girl, Jody Miller. And I feel oh, like thanks. that that's not like I feel like that like that part of you is still alive. Just not. Yeah, just, just not like just like, not in like if in I were Hollywood to say like right hey now. let's do it right now right. Yeah, like, you'd okay. probably you'd have some like questions here's concerns. the thing I didn't even want to do it my friends it was like you know obviously I went with a group of you know college students where all in of our spring friends. break it was Cancun Perfect. this year oh yeah and was MTV there no it was, it was before that no, no none of that it was way before that um, well maybe MTV was having spring break but yeah. they definitely weren't at Cancun so I was there and they were having wet t-shirt contest my friends signed me up and I was already so drunk so it's like you just have to do you have to represent our school which is a horrible school first of all like you shouldn't want to, I didn't want to represent it in anything listen <laughs> we, you gotta show our school pride you yes we've had, we've had we've had 
famous a- uh, academia, <laughs> and we've had uh, the cra- crazy uh, alumni donate to a new science building. But damn it, if you don't show your tits right now, exactly. it's Senior Frogs. That- we have nothing to go for. Senior Frogs, good place. Good call. Good call. Uh, that was place. a good one. Uh, um, it I might have taken place there. there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go up. Uh, I make it to, like, you know, it was me and this one other girl. We make it all the way down. I have not taken off my shirt at this point. And, of course, everyone is yelling skin to win. That's what they're yelling. You know I, I was mean? just going to say, what, what's the catchphrase? Like that, it's skin to win. Everybody's screaming skin to win. Because the real the contest involves you standing there, they pour water on yeah, you. Yeah, and you're supposed to dance. And you dance. And yeah. you dance, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I look at this girl next to me, and she's very flat-chested, and I am not. And she goes, <laughs> uh, I look at her, and they're talking before, like, the music starts for the final, like, Tit off. I don't even know. Nice. <laughs> and everyone's yelling, skin to win, skin to win. And I, I would look- so see that instead of the next step up movie. You would, right? It was actually really. <laughs> tit off. <laughs> tit off. Tit off, everybody. Absolutely. This fall. Um, it's like it's like a remake of Face Off with Travolta <laughs> yes. and Nicolas Cage, but they take <laughs> but they like, Jenna Jameson and oh Brooke Burke swap tits. So oh my Four God. tits. Four two t- girls. <laughs> one <laughs> night. What could happen? Directed oh, by John Woo. Exactly. John Woo. <laughs> He'd do a great job with it. He would. All right. So it's me and this other girl. I just look at her and I go, hey, if you don't take your shirt off, I won't take my shirt off. Like, let's make it a fair fight. She's like, absolutely. The second the first beat came out, her shirt was off. I mean, gone. It wasn't wow. even. What a bitch. Let me just tell you, we were we were playing for a bottle of tequila. That's it. Of course. It's not even cash. No. So That was already open. So I took my my shirt off because I had to and all right. of my friends every one of them came flying down like no. all the guys oh yeah oh, oh. oh yes now I'm I thought you meant the girls came to like grab you being like Jody no. don't do this no, they yourself. were like take everything off as soon as I took my shirt <laughs> off this girl looked at my boobs and she started taking her pants off I go the the tequila is yours, bitch. <laughs> Are you kidding? Take it. You I, know what? I'm not going to get syphilis in Mexico ever. just for no. a bottle of Patron. Oh, my God. It was so... Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. And yeah, and, and now that's that that, like that's in the past. And, past and, and it's in the past. And you could have that crazy story. And I can tell the story. It's a great story. And that's and it. That's so it. you don't have to go... Like, now I feel like if that was happening, A, there'd be a million phones already out. Oh, God, yeah. And then, then like, I, I, I think girls and guys, too... Nowadays w- would be like broadcasting th- themselves, like look at me, I'm in a fucking wet t-shirt contest. I'm, I'm hot. And it's like no, you just you literally just ruined your life. You yeah. ruined your life. Yeah, just by doing that. I don't used, think girls realize that they don't. They used, it's so sad that there used to be. T- there used to be a time when you did something crazy for the memory of <laughs> Tell it. Tell me about it. You know? <laughs> back, but not, not back when a guy can just suck a dick in private in college. I'm so sorry. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just because he was born. Yeah. Just wanted to see how it tastes. I understand. <laughs> did you go? to college? Yeah, I went Where? to East Strasburg University, Harvard of the Poconos. Oh, that's right. Harvard of the Poconos? Harvard of the Poconos is a pretty nice. big deal. Uh, mm-hmm. What'd actually, you study? Um, dick. Uh, I don't even know. Nice. I just feel like that's the answer. Yeah, I majored it. in cock. Yeah. Were you pretty promiscuous? Uh, no, here's the thing about me. Yeah. Uh, and I majored in communications because that's what we all did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, me communications, too. Uh, but I had a minor in broadcast journalism. So let Me nice. too. Oh, of course. Well, there we go. <laughs> Annenberg School at USC, fight on Trojans. Fuck, damn. Yep. You, where did you go? USC too. But I was in uh, acting school. But I, I couldn't, my, the program was so. Uh, having heavy acting because you had permission to get in. There was no room to to minor in anything. And I wanted Um, to. I wanted to take broadcast journalism classes, which is so funny that that's what I was thinking of. I know. Well, because I was like, I'm going to be an actor, obviously, but I need to have a backup plan, so I'll be on television one way or the other. Nice. Mm -hmm. And So I worked at the television station and the radio station, and I was like... what? I was uh, was at a local... like For my internship, was at a classic rock station in the Poconos and oh, I was yeah. sexy intern Jody which just basically <laughs> meant like I would just sit there at like you know you do have a great raspy radio voice thank you I did, yeah I did a lot of voiceover in New York so I started there and I would like you know 
I'd have to get people to do crazy things and they'd be like, what do you think 16 turned dirty? And I was like 22 and I was like, I don't know, like let's pierce his balls. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we did have that. Whoever wanted to get like the strangest part of their body pierced could do it free on the... (laughs) On the radio, oh, was it like a licensed ball piercing? There was a guy, yeah, he had to sign a lot of uh, a lot of forms, Le- stuff like that. I couldn't think of that with the paper where you put your, your signature <laughs> yeah. on it. What's it called? A uh, release form. Yeah, yeah, that's ESU. And, the, and they would just go to you like, "Hey, what do you think, sexy intern Jody?" And I'd be like, "Um, well, last night when I was at a kegger, I just was like, hey, steak pies, let me see your ball sacks.'" And they're like, "Good thought." I, I don't even know. <laughs> I think I tried to be a, like a serious journalist for like a second and a half. Did, uh, did they like encourage you to like, oh, okay, even if you didn't do anything last night, say that you were at a strip club and then you just joined in. They pro- you know what? I actually did. I would I would do a lot. I was a bartender. I started bartending at like 19. So I nice. wanted to make killer money. I wanted to get killer money. Yeah. And I'm a good Jew who was getting a nice hefty <laughs> allowance, but I still wanted to make my own money. Nice. And uh, I was I mean, bartending. I mean, yeah, you can't you can't just live off the tequila bottles that you're exactly. winning at wet t-shirt contests. That's right. I mean, obviously. <laughs> You've always had that kind of work ethic though, right? Like Always. Yeah. Did you guys ever, I don't know if you did, and that's another thing I don't think kids today, like I used to walk around our neighborhood and asked to like rake leaves yeah. for $5, $2. Yeah. Yeah. You I start really young. Yeah. Uh, my, the very first job I mowed lawns. Had. Yeah. You mowed lawns? I mowed lawns yeah. all over there the neighborhood. There you go. And one guy had the, like it was in this neighborhood that was like, you know, like very, you know, uh, North Seattle, like suburby, like all the houses kind of looked lower. They had a similar amount of yard space, but right. then this one guy for some reason had just a fucking, safari in his backyard <laughs> and it with all these hills like and he was such kid. a stickler and his name for whatever reason was michael gooch Jackson. like gooch? that was his nickname and he was like a baseball coach at How the high school he? like 50 <laughs> and his wife would always bring me lemonade in these really skimpy outfits mm-hmm. and i was oh, like i was like in seventh grade no i think sixth grade i started doing it wait but that was still in your fat years right Towards the end of it. Ooh, she was a chubby chaser. Yeah. She was, and she yeah. wanted that. She, she wanted that saw, chubby. She wanted that big chubby. <laughs> uh, and she goes, and so I would mow the lawns, and uh, and he would come out and, like, yell at me while, like, the, just the, the the coach in him, like, couldn't turn it right. off. So I'd be, like, going up, and he had this very, very, like, distinctive, like, coach voice, and he was like, you missed your spot, man. Go down that hill again. And she was like, stop yelling at him. And I'm fucking so impressionable. He's trying to give you, like, a halftime speech to fire you up to mow the lawn. Yeah. I'll take it easy, Pacino. And it's like, it's a fucking lawn. And I, at the end of the day, I get, like, life 20 it, bucks. Life is a game of inches. You gotta mow that lawn piece by piece. Piece yeah. by piece. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean... Yeah, yeah, so you went. Door yeah, yeah. Door. so I did that. And then I, at 14, got a worker's permit because I don't think you can get a job at 14, but I had my parents sign it so that I could work at Dunkin' Donuts. Nice. I had to be a cashier at Dunkin' Donuts. I don't know why. That was a dream. It was a dream. That's I was head cashier, and I'm pretty yeah, sure. sure I peaked. I'm not going to lie. I think I peaked <laughs> at like 14. Well, I mean, you're surrounded by the best treats in the world, so I know. how could your life get any better and than that? And I was head cashier. Okay? Oh, what's I could up? Make change. Really fast. That's, I don't want to brag. Do you remember any some some of the like? I mean, are there some Dunkin' Donut secrets that like the? Well, back then, in back in my day, they actually did. Remember those commercials? Time to make the donuts. Time yeah. to make the right. Yeah, so, the guy that looked like a weird Ron Jeremy. <laughs> and also, I think yes, he was. He was also the Charmin guy too, wasn't he? Was he like double dipping? Nice. He was a billionaire. He had to be a billionaire. Looking yeah. that up right. Uh, now. Yeah, look it up. Uh, I think he was. But he. Um, so anyway, they would throw out the donuts every night at the end of your shift. And I was a freshman in high school, so I would... Well, they would offer them to yeah. us. I would come in with dozens of donuts. To, like, I was so popular. 
Because oh, I brought donuts. Wow. So that was, you, were, that, was like, that was like your ticket. <laughs> were, you, were you popular before the donut um, presentation? I was pretty popular. You know what? I went through uh, a very awkward stage called puberty. Yeah. And, What's uh, that like for women? Well, let me tell you. God, all of terrible, a sudden, your it? breast buds start like, you know, start, no, my boobs exploded in fourth grade. So I actually Yikes. went through puberty like early and everything got really weird. And then all of a sudden. Yeah, he like, was. Okay, just to, yeah. sorry to t- not talk he about was, fourth right? grade yeah. boobs for a second. No, but, he was, right? Brad, you I are knew, fired. Uh, I, knew, I knew he was. Think about how much money that made. Think about being a spokesperson back then. Well, he's before all the, yeah, he yeah. was a billionaire. Well, well, I feel like we're yeah. big, a bigger deal back then. He's dead now, so. No, he's dead. No, he's not anything. Okay. In heaven, he's really wealthy, Brad. I don't think you get it. He's spiritual. Uh, back to fourth grade boobs. Yeah, fourth grade boobs. So I remember. What is that like, by the way? Do you still remember the? Fi- I'm so. I will tell you exactly what it was like because, because I was such a tomboy. I was such a tomboy. So all the guys in the neighborhood, we would play kickball after school and softball. Yeah. Bill Treat houses. They thought you were one of the dudes. I was one of the dudes, and I used to actually stick socks in my shirt and come out, or like tennis balls, just to you know fuck around. So even like, at fourth grade, you wanted to have. Well, boobs. you just you just kind of wanted it, and you wanted to mess with your friends, and yeah. all the guys would be like. Oh, take them out of your shirt, Jody. And then one time I came out and they were like, go oh, take those balls out of your shirt. And I ran home crying because I was like, oh. like there I were no balls. There those were any. real. And then my mom, well, actually, my what dad, if you'd actually just taken them out? I've <laughs> taken out my boobs and be like, they would have not know what they would have. They wouldn't know what to do if I just showed. I did show a lot of people my boobs. Don't get me wrong. Um, wasn't just <laughs> well, you had to in make Mexico. that candy money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when I was a fat kid, I showed kids my boobs too to get just money. Just to make candy money. Yeah, right? just make kit cuts were expensive. Yeah. You were in a lot of a t-shirt. Contest. I charged my friends five dollars to fill me up. <laughs> for practice listen i i will be your trainer i love that, that you awesome. i love that you looked at me for with, one second with, for one second with a little bit of because like, you know what some people i'm just saying there are girls that like kiss other girls just to see what it feels like i wouldn't doubt that one of your friends wasn't thinking i want to touch his tit and he was like his dude mitt. it his does mitt. look as close as his like mitt. what julie you know if you honestly if they didn't see your head and it was just like that and they just saw it they wouldn't know yeah I mean, I don't know what, how big so, your... What, it's like a tit glory hole somewhere, and maybe. it's like, guess the gender? Yeah. <laughs> that would wow. be a great game. Dude, we have come up with too many great game show ideas that lot, we don't That's a really good game, actually. I know. All right, so these boobs, so you run so home crying. So my boobs came, I run home crying, and then, like, I remember I took my fourth grade, you know, picture, and I was wearing a polka dot shirt, and my dad was like, Jody's two of Jody's polka dots are way out, and my mom was like, it's time to get your bra. It was just, ter- it was, I was very scarring. I was All right. God, it's, as a dad... You're just no. Don't make any jokes. No, don't make thought, any jokes about your daughter's boobs. He thought never it was the funny. funniest thing, Isn't and it? I was traumatized. Yeah, D- Dad, the funny one in the family. Well, <laughs> well uh, no, I. Uh, Where did you get your funny bone from? Um, God, I, I guess my dad. I guess growing up, but so I mean, but you were, so you were popular though. So I mean, you were yeah. probably also very. I was very outgoing. Snappy. You know what's very funny? Did you guys have the experience? I see. I didn't have this experience. Because I didn't, I think there are some people that are born to be comedians and then some people that are born to be entertainers. And I was definitely born to be an entertainer. I was always an entertainer. I was always entertaining. It wasn't like, I'm going to be a comic. And I know a lot of people that are like, I knew that I, they watched so much comedy. I watched none, zero. I yeah. watched Bill Cosby because my dad watched it and a little bit of Richard Pryor because my brother was watching it, but I didn't even care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it was never my thing. Even when I got into stand up, I only did it to further my acting career. I actually kept saying, I do, that kept getting booked. See, that's the 
thing. And you're when like, you're I young just need to stupid. be on stage a lot. And this, I is actually, a- yeah. But this is the thing when you're young and stupid, and you're like, I only came here to be an actress. Like, I don't yeah. want to do anything else. And everyone's like, but I want to pay you to do comedy. Right, and I'm so- like, no, I'm an actor <laughs> who can do comedy instead of being like a comedian who can also act. It yeah. took me a yeah. long time to be like, shut up. Like, that's what's going. Someone's giving you a paycheck. Yeah, exactly. So, like, were you the type of kid when would you like put on shows for adults? Oh, or like I that, definitely or? put on shows for adults. I mean, just like fun things. I would always like with my friends. I would dress up in strange costumes and like you know do man on street before there was even man on street like in college i would dress all like crazy looking and sit outside and talk to people walking by and my friends would watch you know before we had camera phones and they would just watch over and just see how many guys i could talk to like crazy which is so crazy by the way still even in this day uh people marvel at people who just like go up and start engaging with people out of nowhere it's it's, it's crazy you're absolutely right see Uh, for me though doing it i feel like I, i mean i was always an extrovert always but the truth is is that because i went through awkward stages and i felt a little bit you know uh insecure about how i looked when i was growing you know you make a joke people laugh they like you so i kept doing that that's how i got my friends you know what i mean i definitely made jokes and then and it was self-deprecating no it wasn't self-deprecating i just would do anything i could to make them laugh in a way and then of course they want to be around you and then before you know it like when i told when i went to my high school reunion my 20-year high school reunion Everyone was like, oh, no, we knew you were going to be a comedian. I'm like, I had no idea. How did you right. know? Yeah, how did you figure it out? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <sighs> were you Were you guys, was that? Yeah, I mean, that's exactly how it happened for me. Like, being big kid was getting teased for being fat, and then I started making everybody laugh, and they were like, oh, he's a funny kid, and not right. the fat kid. Yeah. And that's exactly how, and a couple of my best friends today were kids that were in the groups of kids that would, like, tease me, but right. never really right. uh, engaged in, in, uh, in uh, insult warfare. Mm-hmm. But, uh... But yeah, I mean that's just because I was like, uh, they want to be around because yeah. there were not a lot of funny kids. Yeah, right. Same, the kids same by thing. nature are just like. Uh, I, mean, I mean, they'd be mean because they didn't know how to be anything else. Right, and yeah. then it's like, oh, you're the funny guy, you know. Then I then I crack a dwarf joke. They're like, ah, oh, well, I I can't top yeah. that. So no. okay, that's exactly what we were talking about the other night. I teach. Well, last year, yeah, I started volunteering for underprivileged middle school, like mm. inner city middle school, awesome. and I. I actually taught stand-up one year um, at a high school, which was very painful because they were like the, t- the like the yeah, older the mo- kids are the most vulnerable years yeah, of your life. I, now do the scariest yeah, thing imaginable. So, yeah, they were just like you know what I mean. They were they were right. ranging from like fourteen to seventeen, and, and it was just a lot. But the yeah. junior high was actually amazing. I figured it out that that's the age, let's say eleven to thirteen. When we start developing our insecurities about what we think are our shortcomings, it's right, be- it's right before the bullying. Right. Kids are still nice. You're starting to go through puberty. Just the mean things are starting to leak out, but they're not really yeah. there yet. So it's right there. So when I was, I was volunteering for this class and I was teaching them stand up, and it was amazing because these were like really, they came, a lot of kids that came from really troubled backgrounds and, and horrible, horrible broken homes. Mm-hmm. And to watch them flourish. It was amazing. Like this one yeah. girl, she was, she's really tall. She's 12, really tall, African-American girl, really lanky. And you could tell that she was very insecure about her height, almost like hunching when she sat. She never mm-hmm. wanted to get up. I made every kid get up and just tell a story. It didn't have to be funny. Right. Do an imitation of a relative. Just tell me anything. And she would just fight me every week. And I'd be like, just get up and tell me what you did yesterday. Mm-hmm. So she got up and she's like, I went to the DMV with my sister. And she made a face. And everybody kind of laughed. And I go, well, it's what? Do you not like your sister? And she's like, no, I just think she's going to like kill somebody with her weave one day. And I just, <laughs> so I'm funny. like, that's funny. Yeah. And she's then, like, it's funny? And I'm like, that's yeah. That's the moment. That, 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 
that's that's, that's like your Michelle Pfeiffer dangerous I mind. Was. I did. Like, have I'm moment. reaching these children. I did. I really did because you know at the very end they put on a show and the principal came up to me and she told me one of the guys who's like obviously the cool guy who was you know in eighth grade so he was going to high school the next year but he was super quiet. His name was Jackson. Super quiet, very to himself. Didn't want to come across as not cool. He only took it probably because his other friends were in it. Yeah. Right. He would get up every class, and she told me that he didn't get up. He would not get up in any class ever to talk huh. in front of his peers ever. And all the teachers would actually peer around the windows and look. And he got up every class. Wow. And to watch the confidence, because I told him at the end, I'm like, you don't have to become stand-ups. I go, but you're doing something that the majority of people can't do, which is public speaking. You've just right. now done it yeah. for 12 weeks. And that confidence yeah. will parlay. Oh my God, they felt, you should have seen them. Life. They were just yeah. so great. It was really, it was amazing. It was amazing to watch that happen. What made you want to even, because you've been doing stand-up 16 years? Yeah, 16 years. And at what point did you go, all right, well, I definitely am... Good, like I because you know you see there's comedians out there that teach classes right. and they're uh, I don't know if there's any that aren't at least like ten years into doing it right but there's some people that just uh, you know I'm like oh what why are you teaching a class because yeah. I don't I've never seen you on TV you know right. I just feel right. like there's got to be some right. of that validity to it I agree and you're an accomplished comedian and uh, and respected and so it's like. That makes sense to me. And so, and, but so at what point did you go, all right, cool, I feel I, like I'm good enough I don't to know share. if I ever wanted to teach a class. I think it's yeah. because we watch so much comedy and we're always, you know, sitting there watching our peers or just watching comedy. And so we're also an audience member when we're there. We're not just a fellow comic. We're right. also an audience member. Sure. What makes them laugh is usually going to make us laugh. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember just walking up to a lot of comics especially a lot of comics that were much further along in their career than I was at a younger, I mean, I've been, you know, privately coaching for 10 years. So if, say if I started around like five or six years, I would just walk up to comics and be like, that was really funny. I think the first time you ever did the C were like so many years ago, I remember pulling you aside and being like, oh, maybe you sure. should, I can't help it. It's yeah. just how my brain works as a writer. And it's, it's not like an insult. Like that joke's very no. funny. You should try that. And the majority of the time they're like, my God, that's great. So I was doing it a lot. And I forget who it was, but they just said, can I just pay you for an hour? Because I just need to bounce some ideas off you. So it started that way. And then I just started coaching. And then someone said, you should teach a class. And because I'd actually started in a class in New York, I was like, well, let me structure it like that. And and I wanted to incorporate the privates because it really helps when I sit down with somebody and we write it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. I, and then you don't have like the insecurities of having right. other people there going right. through the process. Absolutely. Yeah. And one thing I, I like that you did is that you went and taught kids in a way that, like you say... Sure, if you want to be a comic, this might be your introduction to it. Right. But this is a this is a skill set that skill can set. help you. I mean, we all have friends that have quote unquote normal jobs that may be great at their jobs, but then right. when they have to give an oral presentation, they're like Terrified. shaking their boots. Public speaking is the number yes. one fear. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's so crazy. To I know. Yeah. So I like that you're doing like that. That you did that, and it's and and it's not um, like you see a lot of these. You see a lot of these classes where you, you just want to grab every person that's signing up like, they're just taking your money. Yeah, it's, it's money driven. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, and that's, I think, why uh, you, you can tell that you generally actually want to help. Because it's a very selfless act to think of, uh, to have thoughts and, and funny ideas that, that aren't going to be yours. They're not going to you know? be mine. And trust me, I've, I was thinking about the other day about how many... And I've taught the class now for eight years. You've probably written I mean, hours I, of great hours, material. I actually, and I know sometimes when I'm giving a joke to someone, You're like that, that could I, be mine. Yes, but <sighs> I mean, a lot. I actually work more with men than I do with women, just because there's more men that take my class. But I do work with a lot of women. Mm-hmm. But usually, their stories are not the same. And I actually push people to do personal humor, especially because you yeah. know it, that's, that's yours. That's yours. Yeah, it would never be mine. It's if also I'm, the quickest right. way to write to when someone's starting out to at least. 
I mean, you can't, they have no point of view. No, that, so you that's, have to yes. Go. And I always, always tell them too. I'm like, cause I started in my twenties. We all started in our twenties mm-hmm. and you know, 19. I'm, thank uh, you very much. Damn. <laughs> uh, um, uh, I actually, Oh my God, I'm teaching a 10 year old right now. What? Who is killing it on the scene. So what it, does he do? Like, man, the slide is weird. No, he's actually, you know, what's so great <laughs> about him. Nice. Is he, and this isn't even me. I mean, I've helped him like work it, but when I started working with him, I started working with him because his mother saw me perform at the improv one night. And she came up to me and she was just like talking, talking. And she's like, my son is actually doing a talent show. He's going to do stand up." And her friend was like, don't you teach a class? I don't even know how they all knew that I did, but mm-hmm. they must have looked at my website. And she's like, can I hire you to teach my son? And I, I remember keep putting it off because it's like, you know, white, rich woman. So sure. I kept putting it off. And I, and I met him. And the second we started talking, I thought, oh. This is someone who's born to be a comedian. Like, without wow. a doubt. He, his uh, family's Russian, so he can do, he can speak Russian, but he does his grandparents. He just started imitating his grandparents, and he started talking, and I thought, wow, he's so good. So we were writing. He was only supposed to do three minutes, but we wrote so much material. And I just asked him one of the times I was coaching him, I go, do you want to do a real set? Like, I can get you up for seven minutes in front of adults in yeah. a real place. And then I asked his parents, and they were like, absolutely, absolutely. He didn't even think twice. He didn't he? think twice at all. He didn't even think. He had already, I mean, he has an agent. He's actually with um, Howie Mandel's wife, uh, Terry, as a manager. Because he goes on a lot of commercial auditions and sure. stuff. He's adorable. So he did his first set at Room 5 and destroyed it. And now he's done so many sets. He's booked so many jobs because of the shows that he's like been seen on. He does he does what he's, wow. he'll say he'll be like I'm in 5th grade now but 4th grade was like the worst year of my life. We learned about sex ed. Sex ed. This is all from him. He, he looked at me one day and he goes Jody, do you know where babies come from? Because now I do, and I'm scarred. Like, that's him. And then he goes, he goes like this. He goes, uh, he goes they showed us a movie about a boner. <laughs> and I go, is that the technical term? And of course, now he says that. He goes, this is the movie. He, he's like, oh, I'm so sad. Look, I have an idea. <laughs> I have an idea? Oh, my God. So he just comes that, up with that me. coming from a 10 or 11-year-old? He's almost 11. He actually, that's insane. His new material, I was coaching him. He, I walked in, and he goes, Jody, um... I wanted to go to Fantasy Island yesterday. I go, what? And I look at his mom. She's like, we were in the car. and went, They drove past Fantasy Island. And he goes, can I go in there? And she's like, oh, no, 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 you can't. Is that a strip club. club. It's a strip club. Oh, strip and, club, okay. And then finally his mom goes, honey, that's a strip club. And then he out loud goes, well, why do strip club names have to sound so appealing to kids? <sighs> Jesus. And I go, oh that my is a God. brilliant it's bit. Brilliant. It is a brilliant bit. Yes. And he's doing it now. And I worked with him. It's got the Kit Kat Club, uh, Jumbo's Clown Room. He's like, who doesn't love the circus? <laughs> and then who he goes, love the circus? Fuck, that's I a good know. bit. No, it's a great bit. Now he's I'm done, mad that I didn't write that bit. He's done the comedy store so many times. And it's funny because he'll go up and you can see all the comics just staring. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. He's, he's somebody that was born to do it. I mean, all that's right. not what the norm. This, but you think this kid will be. Uh, a star. He really wants to be, his goal is to be on SNL, and I could see that. He's very animated, huh? He's well, very animated. Yeah, that's such a great story. He'll probably be the next Pete Davidson, and Lauren will hire him when he's 15 I now. I know, seriously. It's, it's insane. Like, yeah, but for the most part, you know what's funny is that I teach, when I teach adults too, because a lot of people have a problem with like, you'll hear a lot of comics that are like, why are these, you know, open micers taking up our space, or why are these people that don't really want it, they get up once a week, and I'm thinking, they're not taking anybody's stage no. time. And if they are, you're doing it, what you're doing, yeah. you should not be concerned with them. Well, and, and the thing, it's kind of like the old hack joke about, like, uh, these Mexicans are coming over and taking our jobs. Well, if you get, if your job gets taken by a guy who can't speak English, how smart are you? It, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's the same thing with the comics. Yes. It's like, if your spot gets, if, if you've been doing this for 10 years, your spot gets taken by a guy that's doing it once a month for the last two years right. as like a side gig, then right. yeah, you're not stepping your game up, dude. Right. Absolutely. I can tell you that I've, 
I've taught people that, yes, it's been on their bucket list maybe. Or mm-hmm. this one woman came to me. She really had no desire. She wanted to perform at her Christmas party that was coming up. And oh, she knew God, she had funny just, things to do. And she, this wow. was a big fear of hers. It was a big fear. She was like late 30s. She was a fashion designer. This is a big fear, talking in public, doing anything like that. But she was actually really funny. So we did it. At what time did she come to you? Like how much well, she time came, did she have to well, no, she, she took a class. So she took a class. So it was four weeks, then a week before the show, and then the show. That's, that is it's so crazy quick. to me, though, because it's like... That's well, I not meet, at all. Well, I meet three times during those four weeks with them individually just to work on the writing. So they get a lot of time. But people at the Christmas me. party, do they have any sort of like, do they know that when she's going up, they're like, well, she's not, she just started. Or I think a lot of people, when they see somebody walk up, they go, oh, you think you can do this? Probably. So yeah. I mean, here's the thing. She took my class, I remember, in the fall. So she still had a couple months after the, when the class ended to the Christmas party. But she went up in the class show because we have a class show. You hosted one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And... They were all, I mean, they're all amazing. Yeah, she, there were a lot of really funny yeah, people on that show. So she got off stage, though, and came up, because I'm, you, it is, it's weird. I didn't know how I would feel about teaching it and watching other people doing jokes, but it's, it's actually, yes, it's so selfless. I, I've just watched them, and I'm as proud as if I was doing a great set. It, it brings me so much joy so that they can share a little bit of what we share, you know what I mean, yeah. on a nightly basis. And she came off, and she hugged wow. me, and you're, was crying, and she's like. You're the only like, comedian in the world that thinks like that. I can't be the only one. I mean, it's just crazy. Like, I mean, like that, like, you know, that's... Well, she came up to me and she hugged me and she said, next to giving birth to my kids, that was the best experience of my life. Wow. And you just gave that to me. And of course, now I'm like, oh my God, I'm so great. I mean, I was (laughs) a little drunk. You go like full Oprah on her. But it is, I I hear that every time a class ends from people that are like, you changed my life. This is what I've wanted to do. You helped me do it. And I guess the ratio, I think we're talking about it. Been teaching class eight years, let's say maybe thirty-five percent are still doing it and doing well now throughout the years. And wow. are writing on shows like uh, Josh Greenberg, who took my class, he's a writer on the McCarthy's. I mean, a lot of people. And I actually do get a lot of writers, and I get a lot of comedy directors. Linda Mendoza. Yep. Do you know Linda Mendoza? Yep. She's a mm-hmm. huge comedy director. She took my class twice actually because she wanted to experience it from the other side. She wanted to see what she's. Yes, she's worked with Bill Cosby and Jerry Seinfeld. I give so much props to her now. I have yes. so much more respect. Absolutely, to and wanting she's to go on the other side of it. Very, very funny. She's yeah. also a naturally very funny human being, and she loves when she's not working. And she's now been, you know, directs Modern Family and does all that stuff. But when she has time, she will jump up and try to do a set because it. She loves it and, and can appreciate it. And it's that rush that you can't get anywhere you can't else. Can't get it anywhere. Now, else. do you think yeah. it is something though? You can get that, it from a hooker. Ooh, yeah. You, I haven't paid for that yet. Oh. A dirty hooker. <laughs> Only a dirty one, yeah, where you're wondering what you have wait, after. Yeah. Wait, now when you say you can get it from a hooker, does that mean you pay the hooker to sit there in the hotel room and then you say, "Hey, I, I got a brand new bit I want to try out"? Yes, that's exactly what okay. I mean. Yes, because okay, that's okay, the fantastic. rush I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. If, yeah. if you can make a hooker laugh, that should be another game show. Make a hooker laugh. Oh my god. Let's do it. Who's hosting it? Oh, I mean Mario Lopez. Yeah, obviously, yeah. He, hosts, he hosts everything we think of. Yeah. I mean, why he's not hosting this podcast is beyond me. <laughs> oh, he is. He's outside. He just can't find your apartment. It's like where's it is confusing. It's 108. It's, I don't... it's very labyrinth-esque. It Especially is. when it's dark and the pool is the only thing lit up. That's what it was. I was using my phone. I was like, where is this? In fact, it is very labyrinth-esque because there is a dwarf here that I'm, and I'm kind of oh, outside the right. gate like yeah. trying to guide you in. <laughs> oh, wow. Brad, <laughs> I call Brad Hoggle every time we do it. <laughs> uh, well now, do you, um, uh, before we transition off this, yeah. uh, do you think, though, there is um, uh, value in... You know, when you hear people say, like, I could never do what you do, and I always am, like, confused on how to respond to that, because I'm like, well, I mean, you, have you tried? But then, I mean, do you think there is something in, and this is for both you guys, like, if somebody either has it or they don't, to be able to do it? Because I think the people who say I can never do that, I think they know 
they must a part of them knows what it takes, like you know, sacrifice wise, like yeah. social life, relationships, right. like mm-hmm. I don't shitty think that, jobs. But I don't even think they mean that. When you say that, when somebody, when I meet somebody and they're like, "Oh my god, I can never do that," that's a fear based reaction. Yeah. yeah, I could never get up there. I can never. My my gut reaction is. I can get you on that. I actually pitched oh, a, a show. I pitched a show where I can go around the country. I can make you. You recommend someone, or somebody recommends themselves, like volunteers themselves. I can get anybody up on stage and give them a, a good five minutes. I did it for Rob and Big Black. That's how it came about. Do you remember that show, Rob yeah. Big Black? So Big Black tried stand-up comedy, and he thought he could just do it. He thought he could get up there and just mm-hmm. improvise, and he ate a bag of dicks. It was really bad. As apparently. you do when you right. do that. Just we, do it like we, that. We, we've all been there at the open mics, right. and you and you've got your notes, and yeah. you're like you're. I don't I think he had notes. I think he's just like, I'm going to talk up there because that's what they oh, do because that's, that's a misconception. That's right? what every com- yeah. yes. every comic I saw at the open mics ever was like, I'm just going to wing it. Wing it. Eat, eat shit. shit. Yeah, they eat so much. So I get a call from the segment producer who I did sketch comedy with and he was like, you're still teaching, right? I was like, yeah, he's like, we want you on the show. Can you work with him? And I sat down with him, the same process I would do with anyone else, talking about mm-hmm. his personal life, talking about him flying in a plane and being fat and talking about all of that stuff. We had a good five minutes. He did it again and he killed it. Uh, and then they cut me mostly out of that episode, but you see my elbow <laughs> hugging him after. Nice. It's pretty big. I'm in the like hey, that's a extended credit. version. That, that's a credit. That's it was like, one of my first credits because yeah. it was like 10 years that's ago. Like your bro- that's like your Brody Stevens thing. Like, right. I was in America's Got Talent. I was <laughs> cut out of Robin Big. My elbow <laughs> is famous. <laughs> oh, it's like Kevin Costner in The Big Chill. He was the dead body. That's right. Yeah. Man, I, told, I, right I, 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 I totally forgot about that. Is it, is it tough to give all that uh, sort of feedback and and critique and then like when you did America's Got Talent to receive it was it uh, I'll tell you right now I mean obviously I mean you know the story uh, tell the story I know the uh, story people listening may not know it oh okay Um, so America's Got Talent it was I can say honestly with everything that happened and I'll explain that it was to date probably the best one of the best if not the best uh career experiences of my life. Yeah. And I'll explain what it was 3000 people. Yeah. Like I remember right before, you know, I've been doing stand up so long, but you know, right before you're there for 10 hours shooting B roll, you're doing behind the scenes. It's so long. I've been there since 6am. They're getting the audience in. It's packed. It's the Kodak theater that have the Oscars there. You it's were just, so great. And by the way, in all the story you. part too, which I oh, feel like makes you. people love you any, uh, even more yeah. and root right. for you. Cause yes. like, Oh, well like, they actually prep you to sound even more desperate. Like while I was saying it, they're like, listen, Jody, if you, if you, have to say, if you don't get this, you don't know what you're going to do. I was like, Oh my God, do I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, like geez. I had a thought. I was like, Oh my God, am I going to starve? Yeah, cause uh, I guess there's that line right before they, they right. say where you're like if I win and then right. you say something and so that they so want. they want you to say it but I did say to them I go do you want me to talk about uh, my, my dead mother and they're like next episode so save the dead mother. Save like, that. Save the dead mother. Jesus. Damn it. Uh, so I'm. If only I could save I know, the, my I dead could, mother. <laughs> I should have oh, said God. that instead of crying. <laughs> if only she was here to see me. Um, so I'm sitting there. There's like dance trips all over. And then all of a sudden they call me. They're like, come on, let's go. And we go downstairs. We see people. You can hear the judges. Nick Cannon is in a yellow suit. And it's very, <laughs> just, very distracting. Not really important to the story, but at the same time, yeah, very important to the story. Very important to the story. Yeah. I was like, I'm distracted. I'm blinded. There's a Sounds like a Nyquil dream I had. It, was, yeah. Yeah, it, was, it almost was. It was like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Did he pick that out nobody knows so um so it's happening happening and then my producer walks over because everybody's assigned a producer and she's like you're next and all of a sudden 
you know, you do the 16 years, I've been nervous, and how long, all of a sudden it was as if I was doing stand up for the first time. It totally hit you. I instantly had a shit, and, and my mouth went dry at the same yeah. exact time. I was like, I need the bathroom. Oh, and she, oh my so God. I got like really like, oh my God, it's 90 seconds. You just, the well, socks also, came back into your yeah, like. Yeah, they bra. came right back <laughs> in. They were like a little weird. Uh, meanwhile, I wasn't allowed to see the stage before. They just said only people that needed the stage, like acrobats and like magicians, got to see the stage. So they just said, you're going to go out there and look for the X. And the whole fucking thing is an X. Right. They're, 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 oh. they're, there's like Xs right. in front of you that mean right. if you get right. canceled or not. I like, know. So you don't even know. I just fuck? know it's huge. Eliza's texting me because she's in the front row. She's like, you're getting... I'm like, you're not helping. Leave oh, me alone. God, yeah. I'm like literally like, leave me alone. So um, she keeps running back and coming back. I'm like, I can't... You walk away from me. So all of a sudden I stand there. Then Nick starts talking to you. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. I'd say almost mid-sentence he gets the cue. He's like, it's you. And he... He pushes me out. I'm in heels. Who performs in heels? I start walking out. I see the X. I get there. And then it's every comic's worst nightmare. They want to talk to you before you do your stand-up. Which is horrible. Horrible. It's horrible. No, because then it's like... Talk to me after. Right. Right. Because then people know who I am as a funny person. Absolutely. And it's so awkward to have a conversation with someone and then be like, and now, make me laugh. And that's exactly what Heidi said. I saw the clip. Yes. It's like... like, As as a comic, I, I, I was watching it going, what the fuck do you do there oh my god it was yes it felt like that i was answering them i'm hoping that i'm saying things that are funny yeah and then they're like go ahead they did edit this part out obviously for time when she said go ahead and i was like okay i did i was like this is my time i'm fucking taking a second sure i did and i looked down right at the x and i had like one like and then i purposely came right up and made eye contact with howard i was like i need to look at somebody immediately and i just went right into it and the second i went into it the ner- like you crushed. Like, you I, felt. Yeah, I was so in the zone. You know those moments where you're like, everything yeah. I say is perfect. Yeah. I worked. I fucking prepared. I got this 90 seconds down. Right. I did it. You're not going to rob and big wing it. Uh, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I mean, the applause breaks were great. I was, I, everything yeah. was amazing. And then to get the feedback from them, it, I actually at one point thought, Please don't let this be a dream. Because when do you ever get that amazing? Like everything they yeah, were saying, right. and they cut it out for time purposes. But it went on and on and on. They're talking about like Howie Mandel was like, I can't believe you're not massive. I, you're discovered tonight. Do you realize yeah. what just happened? Eliza's jumping up and down. I think her head's gonna pop off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's screaming. She's pointing and screaming. Yeah. And uh, I'm just thinking, oh, oh my God! Like yeah. everything you want to hear, they said everything. And you grew up on the East Coast, right? I grew up, uh, yeah, right so, outside of New Jersey. So, so we're like you a huge Howard fan? You know what? I was a huge Howard fan. I I I was I'm a fan of all of them. I actually Mel B. I, I think I discovered the Spice Girls like I credit their popularity <laughs> here cuz I went to Ireland and that's when they when they first came out and I brought their single back to the states and forced the bartender single. <laughs> I know, wow. Right? Remember Casingle? So oh my I like God. forced the DJ the the bar that I bartended at to play it and he was like, "Who are the Spice Girls? I'm not playing that." I'm like, "Play it." And it was like, "Tell me tell me what You're you like want." You like that guy in Back to the Future who I uh, was. Yeah. I did. I predicted it. So I was uh, That's incredible. Mom, this is your cousin. Oh my God. You remember that sound of four British women that with my... the tits hanging out? Well, listen to this. That was my favorite part of that, that movie. That was awesome. Oh my God. Wait, wait. Can you just do more of that real quick? Yeah, tell me what you want. Please do tell me I've never seen you sing Spice Girls that and it made amazing. me so happy. Really well, I mean, now now I feel like I'm on America's Got Talent. I know. And I, and, and, and I just did my intro. Now you guys. Really and good. now, wow me with your Spice no, Girls cover. Okay. And yeah, go. Tell me what you want. What you really, really want. I'll tell you what you want. What you I really, really want. I want to 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 really, really, really want to zig a zig. Uh, if you want my future. 
Forget my past. If you wanna get with me, better make it fast. Now don't go wasting my precious time. Get your act bet together, you will be just fine. Yes. Wow, the fact that you knew all those words is like so impressive. <laughs> Why? Is, is it though? I, 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 I think we should all know it. I, 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 th- I think kids should be like learning the Pledge of Allegiance and, and the Spice Girls. And the Spice <laughs> tell, me Girls. What, tell me what you want. Oh yes. my God. That was, uh, they came on the scene strong. They like, did. They did. And they, f- they actually went out of the scene really even stronger, I think, yeah. a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. They were there and then America's they were so good not there. But all, I mean, a lot of them made, you know, are doing yeah. just fine. They're doing hey, just fine. One of them had a baby from Eddie Murphy. That's a pretty good accomplishment. Yes. So you were good more job, Mel B. You were more thrilled from Mel B's. Uh, well, I was. Yeah, and Heidi, because I was told that Heidi hates every comedian, and for she, for her to tell me that you. was the funniest. Yeah. That she, you know what I mean? Everything was amazing. So I'm here. I am. I get. You know, I leave. I'm. You're mentally exhausted. You know, you're hearing people. A friend of mine was a consultant on the show. He was texting me because they were taping the second show. He and he just texted me out of the blue, and he goes. Everybody is talking about you. That's all they're talking about. Everyone in the crew and, and all the producers are oh, they're talking about God. you. And I was like, and they're talking that makes about you. You're so happy, but then at the same does. time, so nervous because you're like, it's, oh god, I don't want to get my hopes. Oh up. my god, and you yeah. can't help it when they're telling you. That's see, I I put a little bit of the blame on my, on me because I bought into it. I bought into the hype. I listened to what they were saying. Yeah. And as the two weeks went by, when yeah, you, were you put waiting, in the work, so you're there's no reason yes. for you not to. No, and they passed me. So you know, a four judge standing ovation. I'm thinking I'm going going i'm going and then i'm not hearing anything and then i'm hearing rumors and i'm going straight through the live rounds and i'm getting very anxious and i'm texting uh, my producer and she's like just hold tight and i'm thinking oh they're they're rearranging things for me that's how amazing i was you know what i mean and i'm just going 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 and then the day that i was supposed to leave i just got an email from the producer without any explanation we're not moving forward with you and when I say everything that you, I built up in my head, and by the way, this was a very long process. It's not like yeah. I had a private audition months before, you know, television. Yeah, uh, you don't just interviews. wait in line, walk out in front of Howard. No, it wasn't even like yeah. I didn't even do the open call thing. It was a very, it was a long thing. Everything fell apart in that one moment, and it's pretty devastating. Now, and like. But I didn't think they were going to air it. So that's the, that was the shining light in that whole story. Of course. Because, because I'm like, how can they air it? I just disappeared. Yeah. Nobody knows to this day why they aired it. Well, yeah, because, yeah, because they see everyone go crazy and then you're gone. I still get tweets today, emails from fans from like, the, like what happened? What happened? On, like, they don't know. They think it was the judges, which it wasn't the judges. Right. I have to explain it. It's just it's, Somebody on the inside. In my opinion, and this is just my opinion, I just think they wanted to go in a different direction with Wendy. And, and, and I love Wendy Lehman. I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that, that for some reason they were like, we're not going to have two women on this show. And it, but you, you know what, though? Uh, and that sounds insane to our listeners. They're like, well, why wouldn't they have two funny women? Right. When I went out for Last Comic Standing, I did a, not to that level killing that, right. that you, you did, but I, I, had a, I had a great set. Right. And, and then they, they told me, they're like, so... Josh Blue won this last year, mm-hmm. so we can't have another like disabled comic win. I'm like, what? Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 that, and that, that's literally their mindset. That's yeah, that's Hollywood, is. baby. It is. It, it, is. Exactly it ain't it is. fair. I no. want I want to play the uh, beginning, the the talking part before the. I'm oh, yeah. Play a majority of it. Is this paying the bills for you right now? Well, no. Day job, I deliver groceries. I'm barely making a living. There's been a lot of months where turkey hot dogs are what I eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. What is your name? My name is Jody Miller. Jody, nice to meet it's you. Nice to meet you. So, so you're just like, stop talking to me. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, well, hopefully making you laugh. I, I knew it. I knew it. When you walked on, I said, I hope she's a comedian. Uh, and yes, you are. You are a genius. I am. You are a genius. I'm what like, are you thinking right now? No, I am. Shut I the fuck up and let me do my comedy. <laughs> living, being a comedian? Uh, I would love to say yes. I do not. I have several other jobs. And what do you do? I deliver groceries to other people that can afford to pay me to deliver their groceries. Okay. <laughs> so, so now I funny. know that there are seven different types of figs That's a that fact. wealthy people eat. Fact, people. You just, I mean, you were like, I gotta be funny right now because... Yes. Okay. That's, that, be that was way more pressure. Here we go. No pressure there. <laughs> and now make me laugh. Yes. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. I was like, like the nightmare sentence for... I mean... Like, like, I can't imagine a worse s- setup. For scenario. a comic, it is the worst. Ba- like basically, that's like all, the thing that happens to us all the time of someone saying, "Oh, you're a comedian, make me laugh." Only now there's an NBC camera yes, in your fucking in your face. face and three thousand people. I mean, it's you know I've done oh show- bigger shows than that, but not like for some reason it seemed the biggest because well, of the it, way it the was. theater is yeah. and it's like you know it's they're the Oscar yes, theater. It, it basically yes and it's and you know it's going to be on television and you know you have these four people and of course in my mind i'm like it doesn't matter what they think you know you're funny do your jokes but of course it fucking matters what they, what they yeah. makes. you know what i mean i was like oh my god just do it just and it was just it was very yeah it and so that payoff was amazing and then when it aired when i found out it was airing I was like, oh my god! I thought they were, be, they were they going to edit it. Are they going to make it seem like I'm oh not? I, yeah, how are they going to exactly. show it? My manager was like, I don't want them to show it. I was like freaking out. And then I talked to somebody who was like, oh no, it's going to the whole thing. You're going commercial to commercial. I was like, okay. So I told I told everyone. And here's the thing, you know about when you have success. You're in a movie. You're on television. You're in a movie, something comes out, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, like with social media, like I was driving. So it was five o'clock. Um, Cause it was aired at eight. So five 30, my segment was on in the half an hour mark. And all of a sudden, cause it was airing on the East coast, my phone started like doing things that had never done before because I was getting so many tweets and, and messages and Facebook and my phone actually froze up. So I pulled over to the side of another social media guy who was in charge of America's Got Talent immediately texted me. He goes, address your fans. And I didn't, I hadn't, I didn't even know what was happening. I was on the one-on-one queen. I know. He's like, (laughs) you must address your subjects. I know. I was like, I don't know what. And he's like, just say something to them because they're tweeting at you because he was monitoring it. And it was coming in. I, I think I had like 130 tweets in two minutes. They wouldn't stop coming in, yeah. and I couldn't, I couldn't keep up with anything. That's amazing. And then at the same time, you're like, well, what do I say? What do I say is exactly yeah. what I said. It's like, well, th- yeah, thanks. Um, I didn't make it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. I wasn't allowed to say any of that. I had to just right. be. And, but then in that time, I was thinking, well, maybe they're going to keep me on because they kept me. They kept going. They aired that. And here's the great thing about that when it aired. So then actually my dad calls me because he was watching it. Mm-hmm. And I picked up the phone. Super proud. He was crying. Wow, I actually, that's great. I'm like, Dad, because I was, I wanted to know how it looked. You know what I mean? So I'm like, no. Dad, Dad, Dad has it, and he was like, like trying to Mel B breath. looks so hot. She's so beautiful. <laughs> Why aren't you her? Uh, um, so uh, my, of course, if my mom was alive, she'd be super proud. But she'd also be like, How much did they pay you for that? Is that? <laughs> I don't, Dude, that's uh, so my mom too. Just was like, it worth first it? Question, Are you gonna always. be able to support yourself off Is that? that so what happens mm-hmm. next? So then you, yeah. how much do you yeah, after yeah. taxes? Yeah, what are you making? Is that even like a thing? Oh, parents. Uh, um, so I was so it was amazing to watch it again because I I was doing it I didn't see myself yeah. obviously I had no idea how I looked it was those two experiences here's the thing I was obviously disappointed and angry for a while I was really angry but to be honest with you those two experiences doing it live and ha- them airing it when the first time it aired twelve million people saw that which is more 
than any real like you know yeah. what I mean? oh, any yeah. of the competition shows like right. with exception of like American Idol 12 million people saw it they aired mm-hmm. that twice wow it's like they can't take that away from me they no. cannot take either one of those experiences away from me and, I will have it forever and the thing is is that that many eyes have seen you yes. at now associate your name yes. with being a comedian and uh, when they type in Jody Miller That's into Google thing, yeah. after they go through 30 pictures of a bodybuilder body builder, obviously. They, they go <laughs> they, they get to you and by the, yeah I was totally Did shocked you, by that yeah. oh yeah oh, doesn't uh, she sort of look like me too oh yeah I, yeah, it, it took me a second. I know it takes everyone it like, a second. Wait, I like to fuck wait, with people. What? Like, that's when I was crushing coke. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she totally kind of looks like you in the face. I know. Like, like I've made some of those faces. She makes those. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have a bit about that, right? Oh yeah, I do. Well, because my, the funny thing is, my friends were fixing me up on a blind date once with this guy, and they, they were like, "Oh, she's a comedian. You should Google her." And oh he god, was, this was years ago. <laughs> oh god. And he called them up, and he goes. Is she also a bodybuilder? And my friends did. They just I love that to he had him. to ask in looking right. at a picture like that. It's like, no, she's a greeter at Best Buy. Exactly. No, she just stands here. Exactly. So my friends go, yeah, but she only does that half the year when it's in season. They, they were just fucking with him. Yeah. He tried to cancel like two or three times. Because oh, he didn't want to go. But then when he saw me, when he walked in, he realized. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a nice. But, uh, yeah. He goes like, wow, the uh, HGH really wore off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's off season right now. So it, oh, I actually, okay. Yeah, all I right. What do you think about female bodybuilders? Because there's a friend of mine from uh well actually we were friends in elementary school and actually in the fifth grade at the peak of my chubbiness uh i gave her a stuffed bear for valentine's you know we're coming up on probably the the 20 year reunion of her shooting me down so what's her name can you well, say it? Yeah, no? you don't want to say it on the podcast. No, because she's, she's probably on Facebook. There's people out there. She is on Facebook. That's yeah, how I. Oh, okay. That's, that's the right. point of the story. But mm-hmm. she, but and there's somebody out there that will <laughs> that will accost her and make her life. <laughs> no, no, we will. We'll save her yeah. that. Okay. Um, so uh, hadn't so seen. You gave her, her teddy bear though. Gave Wait. her teddy bear, flowers, and candy on Valentine's Day. Oh, that is I was so like, nice. and for a fat kid to give up candy. candy. Oh no! I was eating it on the walk over to say, her did classroom. You, I was going to say, did you eat any of the candy? There before? was like six pieces left of the forty pieces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, and so, but it's a thought that counts. And so I I, sure. I walked. By the way, to, for a kid before class starts to walk. During that all the walk- pandemonium of preschool starting yeah. and sweating? walking in fifth grade, sweating. sweating. Oh, I'm oh, sweating. I was going to fact, and I'm watching, walking more than 20 <laughs> feet. Yeah. And uh, good night, everybody. And so I'm walking into her room, and everyone's like putting up their coats and whatever. And, uh, and I just go, hey, I, I, I'll at least say her name was Jen. And, uh, and I go, hey, Jen, I got this for you. Happy Valentine's Day. And she just looks at it and goes, I don't want that. <gasps> I'll no. never forget it. Guess what? I'm oh. tapping into it right now, and my heart is crying. Sure. It was so fucking sad. And I just me- and I was like, cool, more chocolate for me. Like I, I was like, say something to like. Wow, you at least, had a, I, at least a decent comeback line. I was just going to say, it's pretty nah, good. I said that to myself as I was already oh. out the room. <laughs> oh, like yeah, yeah. it came out as, uh, yeah, uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. In the moment, I go, okay, cool. Yeah, fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> and so I walk out. And you know, I, and we kind of lost touch in high school and whatnot. And then I hadn't seen her in years. And Facebook, I'd say maybe three weeks ago, I see uh, a picture of her on there, and she's now like a female bodybuilder. And I see this Ooh. picture of her, and I go, "My first thought, my first thought, my first thought, I want that exactly." No, <laughs> hilarious. My first thought was, "That's what you get." I was like, that's, that's karma. That's what you get. No, that's karma. To, to you you make me feel like shit when I'm 10, right. and now you're gross. Now you're gross. Did you message her that? <laughs> you should message her. Yeah, can you that. imagine you one just drunken night? But, like, so my question is, 
Because now she's just, I mean, fucking, ju- I mean, the, she's the, jacked. De- the jacked. And I'm just like, it's like she's maybe she's other the body, rock's body double. Do other <laughs> bodybuilders. I mean, I think her neck. Do you had, find that? You guys don't find that attractive, right? I, uh, There's some guys when, that do. Her tits when, had abs. Like, no, I know. That, they're not even tits at that night. They're no. just, they're just they're muscles. Her boyfriend's like, hey, can I peck fuck you tonight? Like, you should <laughs> never say that. Ever. To yeah, anyone. To anyone. Yeah. When, when, when a woman's clit is bigger than my actual penis, yes. then, uh, yes. then that's kind of scary. I don't know. Of that has anything to do with the bodybuilding sculpting. Uh, pretty sure it does. <laughs> oh, well. There's an exercise to work right. that out. Yeah, pretty sure it does. No, oh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure there is. All right. Your voice <laughs> is going sure. up way too high for me to believe that. What is your feeling though on seeing women that big? I think because you're in shape, you take care of yourself. Yeah, but, like, but I'm not. But yeah. would you? Yeah, but you can't crush a keg with your bare hand. <laughs> but who wouldn't want to try? Oh God! <laughs> just once, just like once to walk in the party and be like, "Fuck yeah, I'll move that keg." Boom! Right? I uh, guess to be that for strong once. for a minute. For yeah. one minute. Here's the thing: open I, every pickle jar on the first try. Oh my God! Yeah. Here's the thing: I actually, <laughs> with your oversized I, clit. I sent with your oversized clit. I can open a pickle jar with my clit. Yeah, that's line. that's another game show. After make a hooker yeah. laugh, open this jar with, with your, your clit. clit. We you can combine We're still it. still working on the title. You can combine it, actually. <laughs> Whoever opener. makes it to the finals, you know what I mean? The hooker nice. has to, yes, the hooker can do both. <laughs> okay. That's, like, yeah. That's the $10,000. You know what? Game Show Network is taking chances. I, I don't see why we don't, don't put together a one sheet. Yeah, why um, not? You put Ben Glebe on the network. Come on, that's <laughs> risky enough. He'll host the fuck out of it. He'll host show. it, yeah. I'd love it to be dead. Is your who's, who's stronger than a clit? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is your clit strong enough? <laughs> My Ben Glebe is also... It's the professor from the Simpsons. Yeah, the, the, it really is. Wow, yeah. Uh, so is Ben Gleam, I think. We've got a jar of peanut butter and a jar of mayonnaise. Whoa, they're both equally as tight. <laughs> as is your clip. As is your clip. Damn it. Good luck. Yeah. Well done. Got to get right yeah, in there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, here's the thing. I actually reached out to that Jody Miller, and her mm-hmm. middle initial is L, too. So, it, And oh, we're geez. six months apart, actually. Same day on the 8th, born. Six months apart. Crazy, right? And you kind of look like each other. This might... Okay. And she dyed her hair red after I did. Not because she followed me, but she. It. I felt like All right. she wanted to. I, I think this might be... I, I, don't, I don't know if you watch a show called Real Sports on HBO, but there was this girl that had no legs that wanted to be a gymnast, and she looked up to Dominique Mochianu, right. who, who, who was on the team, and she was like, I, w- I just want to be like Dominique Mochianu. Right. And it turns out they're actually sisters. Dun, dun, dun. What? And then, like, they're actually sisters. They found out later that, what? like, like she met her afterward, and they How started they talking. Sisters? Like, the biological sisters, like the the mom, like, or the, or the dad let, like, they split up or something. That's crazy. Yeah, like, the, like, like they put her up for yeah. adoption when she had no legs, so she could be your actual sister. That's, she what, could that's be. what I'm trying to say. Uh, Get on it, Dateline NBC. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I wanted to trade places with her. Dominique Mochiano. I wanted to trade places with her and see and her have her do comedy and I would do stand up. I mean, that's a great. I mean, I would do body. Oh, that's body for body. sure at least two seasons on Sunday. Well, I believe it. I've actually pitched <laughs> that show. I have pitched that show. Yes. Yes. I, I pitched that show because honestly, who doesn't Google themselves and think I could? I wonder if my life is everybody does. Everybody and guess yeah. what? That's the best other Jody. That's the best other me Google search. Right. There's actually a lot of them, and I actually because Mark Ellis, you know Mark Ellis, oh, yeah. there's a baseball yeah. player, Mark Ellis. I'm like, let's just mm-hmm. trade. Yes, trading places with someone. That's Ooh. actually 
I pitched sorry, it to a, everyone. Okay, because... Why has it not no. been made? That's I a great know, play. I know. Because there, there's a Brad Williams who's a professional cricket player oh in my Australia. God. Oh, my God. How great would that so be? So I could play cricket Easily. and he could do stand-up. That's what I mean. You there's, just trade li- you trade lives for a week or two and you have to live in there. On. Yes, exactly. There's an Adam Ray who's a shitty, like, classical guitar player. Oh, and really? he's got these really weird albums oh my with, God. like, the weirdest... I'm going to look them up right now. There's a Jody Miller who is also the L.A. County Sheriff's spokeswoman, and I would wow. love to do that. I would love yeah. to be like, yeah, people got shot. People <laughs> <laughs> got shot, man. That would be your press conference? <laughs> yeah, would, well, they got shot. Got shot. Yeah, they got shot. It was so much blood. It was really uh, gross. Can you tell me what happened in the altercation? People got shot. They got so, they got so shot. It was so weird. <laughs> and then somebody ran. I think somebody is running. We're trying to find him. All right, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe not. AdamRayMusic.com. Uh, oh, uh, it's yeah. a guy who looks like an Abercrombie model, and it says, Welcome to Clown Parade. And what? the bio is, Adam Ray is a New York-based singer-songwriter. No, I'm not. Born in St. Louis. <laughs> Fuck off. And a graduate of the Boston Conservatory. Yeah, but who has a better life right now? Think about it. Who has a better life? Well, let me finish his bio and maybe him. His, his music crosses genres and gives you a glimpse into his beautiful heart. I, need right. to see I have said that before. What, 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 what is music? Is a Dr. Seuss book? Yep. <laughs> Pour yourself a Jack and Coke, his Ooh, favorite. And that's lose, mine. T- <gasps> and lose yourself in something new. Okay. Like, but is the my music- vagina? Yeah. Well, let's see. Media. Maybe they said media. something new. He's. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that, that was good. Thank you. I had. I, 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 I Damn it. it. What's his music like? Is it just. Is what it is like his music Yanni like? stuff? To pull it up? See, he's an Abercrombie model. I mean, he looks like. A note that's from Adam. Hi, guys. Thanks for checking out my site. This is so cool. Oh, gross. All right, tone that's it down, a, man. Yeah. I hit the road <laughs> with the first national tour of the Book of Mormon. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. And writing songs became my diary of life on the road. He's successful. Writing these songs was very personal, <laughs> scary, and ultimately freeing as I hashed out some issues of the past I've never felt brave enough to face. Bless you. Okay, now this guy's just pouring his heart out and we're making wow. fun of him. I, I hope you listen with an open heart and please share your stories on my message board. We're all in this together. Jesus. Does, well, does, we're not really all in this. Does he write Hallmark cards? I know. <laughs> it's pretty Hallmark. good. I don't know. I, anyway. I, did you guys see those commercials at the Super Bowl? I haven't seen the one that everyone was talking about because I was too distracted by seeing my team blow it. Yeah, they blew it. <laughs> the race car driver one? Is that what everyone was talking about? Uh, no. Is that the kill uh, guys? No, no. The, one? Uh, the one everyone was talking about was the... Uh, nationwide where this kid's like, I'll never, I'll never go out on a date. I'll never be an astronaut. And then, and at the end it goes, and I'll never do a lot of things because I died. Oh, that was a commercial. Why did I not see that? It must've been fast forwarding. Yeah. Oh, that's an actual commercial. And remember when the commercials of the Super Bowl were funny? Remember remember those days? Well, they, they, they came out and said they were going to take a, a A softer approach. Yeah. Softer. That's like, but that's not softer. I'm dead. Listen, I want my, I don't want my Super Bowl commercials like my penises and soft. No, no, (laughs) and that long. They were very long. Also, that's a nice little twist. They They should just have like a guy like, you know, I don't know, jerking off into a towel, and then it's like Target. You know, like, really just like, really like, just have really like contrasting. Or like a girl who's you know they're getting sex doggy style, and all of a sudden he goes in the wrong hall. Ah, Target. Like that's <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, See? See, that's we could do a whole Target. Yeah, yeah, we could do, yeah. We could do here, a whole Target here, series. The, the, this is this fucking commercial. Oh I'm no! Gonna, okay. right, hold on. I get, can I see him? I want to see his Take face. Take the mic out. I gotta see him. Turn around. Travel the world with my best friend, and I won't ever get married. I couldn't grow up because I died from an accident. 
Oh, fuck. In the dude. bathtub? He died in the bathtub? Nationwide, we believe in protecting what matters most. Your kids. Oh my god, the chills right now. Together, we can make safe. Yikes. That was like that I was died in an accident the and they show a bathtub? And they show a bathtub. Who by the way, nobody's rushing out to get nationwide for that. Like that's, I'm not. If they're going to cut to the bathtub, then have, like, dial soap next to it and be like, dial soap. Did Nationwide bring their kid back? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Did, like, is Nationwide bringing their kid back to life? Or they're just giving you money when he dies? Well, Nationwide is what, car insurance? Is it just insurance? They're just insurance company. So it's like, what's the point of that? That's what they did with their $4 million, people. So the the race car driver one was just a kid with the cats in the cradles and a guy who's race car and he's never there for his fucking kid. And the kid's growing up without his dad from a baby and the dad's always leaving. And whatever, and it's it's such a long commercial that I I made the comment that what you don't know is that that commercial actually took 15 years to shoot with all the same actors. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's Boyhood too. It's, I literally yeah, yeah. was like, that's what I was thinking because I just yeah. saw Boyhood and I was like, oh my god, did they just steal that premise? <laughs> it Maybe. felt like it took 15 years to get there because at the end, when the kid's now in like high school, that's when the dad retires and is like. Everything's going to be all right because and, I have a Nissan. Right. <laughs> and now we can hang out. Yeah. Uh, Adam, uh, your, your, your parents split up. How would you feel if your dad showed up at your door right now and was like, in but son, Nissan. I have a Nissan. The kid looked like this. <laughs> I mean. All right, dad. You know how I feel all when right. my parents came back together. Yeah. Um, you, still, you, you still hope for it. You still what? hope for it. <laughs> he, no. No, that's not it. I just say it like there's, you know, even when I was a kid, there's, you know. How old were you when they divorced? Nine. Or maybe eight. But I even said, you know, I still to this day want to be a contestant on Double Dare. And if somebody had come up to me a month after my parents split up and goes, hey, man, you can either be a contestant on Double Dare or have your parents get back together. I'd be like, I'll take the physical challenge, motherfucker. I've already been through the emotional challenge. (laughs) I want to find that flag and get a keyboard. (laughs) And I still hold that same uh, point of view. Well, well, besides, we all know that Hyundai is a way superior car anyway. Right, Adam Ray? It is. Okay. Now get a new Hyundai Santa Fe Sport with zero point. This podcast. APR Finance. And fifteen dollars, fifteen hundred dollars holiday bonus cash. Oh my god! It's I do that. You do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's your commercial. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, for the next couple of years. That's awesome. He's, he's the we'll see. He's the damn Hyundai guy. God, I didn't know that. There you because go. Because whenever I hear a commercial, I'm like, change. It's me too. <laughs> <laughs> Except Hyundai commercials, right? You oh, watch, yeah. you you watch those. Oh, I put them all in one all big MP3 file. <laughs> that's how I wake up in the morning. Yeah, you're like, yeah, there I am. What's your? Do you have music that you wake up to in the morning? No, like, what's what? your, what's music? Your, I don't know. You don't. No, you don't, you don't, don't start the music. day and like With music. Hey, it's a great day. Who does? Who starts hey, it like that? I do. You do not. I do. You wake up every morning. You're like, is it gonna be a great day? My iPhone. My phone. My wake up alarm is here. Comes the sun by the Beatles. All right, well that's fine, but you're only doing that to wake you up. That's not yeah. like, a, like a weird alarm. But well, do you and, actually and, feel like here comes the sun when you wake up, or you're like five right. minutes? Yeah. Really? I do. He does. Brad's a glass half full, or a, you know a. Uh, I am too, but not in the morning. It's kind of like know, let me sleep a sucks. little bit longer, just like a tibble. I, <laughs> I wake up to my cat normally. Yeah. He's like, "Are you still sleeping?" That's that's his face. He'll like stare at me until I get up. You love cats. All right, settle down. You're saying it like, <laughs> saying it like it's like, by the way, I lo- love syphilis. You know what I mean? Jody loves syphilis. Which is actually the name of her cat, syphilis. <laughs> exactly. Here's how much. It's gonorrhea, Brad. Okay. Oh, sorry about that. I it's have a man. This, uh, <laughs> obviously. I want to have this conversation because I, I don't love cats, but I'm not, I, I don't hate cats. That's never been a part of my, no, it's not my thought process. Is that because you're allergic? No, it's just Are I you find allergic? them. I just guessed. No, he has a soul. I'm looking at a copy of the Cat in the Hat right now, across the way in my bookshelf, mm-hmm. and that's the I cat love I love that. most. <laughs> well, who doesn't? 
He's a creepy pedophile guy. I'm I'm more of a Garfield guy. Yes, I am too. Hates Mondays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Garfield was the best. Uh, Do cats like that give? Uh, Speaking of that, one, my, my friend Darren is in that Perina's commercial with the cats from the Dear Diary cat guy. That was supposed to be on the Super Bowl and should have been because that's the best commercial ever. What happens? In it? Everybody watch that commercial. That? If you've never seen the Dear Diary, this guy made these YouTube videos and they're brilliant. Where he's the sound of the cat. And he's like, Dear Diary, <laughs> it's come to my attention that the authorities have two hands to which pet me with, but they only use one. It's very funny. And he does it with these cats. So the Perina commercial is or Frisky's. Dear Kitten. It's right before the Super Bowl. He's explaining, a cat is explaining to a kitten what's going to happen. It's the funniest commercial. My friend Darren's in it. But yeah. I'm like, that kind of stuff is like, if anybody that doesn't like cats, watch that commercial. Anyway. Now, is in the commercial, does it end with, and if our owners die in their sleep, we'll feast on them tonight. Pretty fancy, much. Fancy feast. Pretty much, yeah. No, <laughs> um, isn't that what happens? No. What? People yeah. are scared of cats. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah <laughs> okay, whatever who's the, allergic like, to Are you allergic to cats? No. Thank you. Are you? Inferior. That's exactly like You know what, though? Cheetah, coincidentally, is my favorite animal. How many times have you been around a cheetah? You know what? Less than he would like <laughs> in my dreams. Um, <laughs> yeah, cheetahs are beautiful. Actually, there was one time when I had a crazy NyQuil dream. That's where Maria used to do that NyQuil joke about a yeah, cheetah yeah. running a yes. daycare. Yes. That came because I had a dream. I was uh, watching a, a meeting, like a PTA meeting with right. the animal kingdom in the middle of the jungle. And I stepped on a branch, and they all turned and looked at me like a oh. deer in the headlights and chased me. Oh. No joke. It was probably 20 more minutes of me sleeping and running in my dreams. I'm sure. Like one of those dogs that run in their dreams? Yeah. And a cheetah came out of nowhere. And saved you? Yeah. And I rode, I rode on the cheetah away from the, an, the other animals wow, that were chasing nice. me. It was super fucked up. Here's the but thing. Here, Are you deathly allergic to cats or no? Typing that into a them. dream interpreter right now. Do that. Type it in. <laughs> type it in. What if, it means something really serious. If a cheetah saved me. But I, my sister had cats when we were younger. And oh, see, the cheetah represents your homosexuality. I knew that. And like, it saves you. Thus confirm. Okay. Okay. Uh, listen, I don't judge. Jody and I will have sex right here just, <laughs> to, prove, just to prove a point. And he'll call me Cheetah. <laughs> he'll ride me like a I'll Cheetah. I'll ride like that Cheetah in my neck. Hey, and that's another strip club <gasps> that's supposed to attract children. Right. There's a strip club called Cheetahs. Cheetahs. Oh, my God. I didn't even think Favorite about it. Favorite animal. Yeah. Is there a strip club called Fruit Roll-Ups and, and, and Rainbow Sauce? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Rainbow Sauce. Rainbow Sauce. Rainbow Sauce. a little dirty. Uh, sure, why not? Yeah, that uh, sounds more like it's a It's called Foreplay. It's Foreplay. Foreplay. <laughs> I don't know. Rainbow Sauce sounds like something. Yeah, what you, is you, Rainbow you, Sauce? Well, if you like mix a couple STDs together, then you... Then <laughs> the rainbow Yummy. sauce comes out. Speaking of STDs, speaking uh, of them, do you want to hear the best? You're the best. Uh, did I ever tell you the story no. about Dennis Rodman? No. <laughs> you see how I combine the two? I love it. Um, and, it was at the and, comedy store. And his hair is also in rainbows. So yes, yes it is a perfect tie-in. Here's the thing: Is Dennis going to hear this podcast? Uh, I hope so. I mean, he comments on every one of them, but I, mean, I think he's got to. Only the Bulls roster from '92 to '94 listen to our podcast. Good to know. All right, right. good to know. Um, good so He was at the comedy store. This is a long time ago. Uh, I was opening the OR because that's my spot always. And hey, join, join the club. <laughs> I know. So, yes, we, you know, we got that spot. So, but I'm opening up. It's packed. And Dennis Rodman's there with his chicks. And uh, they're in the corner. With his gaggle with of who was? Yeah, seriously, it was. It was a gaggle of I don't even know what they were. So, um, were you starstruck? No, I wasn't because I don't care. You but don't get starstruck, do you? I do. Not by him, though. I mean, I'll look because he's a giant. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's sitting there, and I'm on stage, and he, like, at one point actually yelled out, fucking love you. It was strange. <laughs> and, of course, I was like, everybody, that's who I'm going home with tonight. Uh, <laughs> just so you know. Yeah. Don't, you don't have to go to TMZ. We're obviously fucking. Yeah. You know, so I just made a joke about it. So afterwards, I came out outside, and he's standing with this girl, and he, he's like, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. I mean, he was so fucked up. I don't even yeah. know what he was on. And he said to me... Um, 
he just came straight out of it. I thought he was saying, where are you from? But he said, are you a lesbian? Which sounded nothing alike, so I don't know why I thought that. But so he well, said, well, because well, that, that, that would be a normal piece of conversation. Yes, Someone exactly. Might I think that's why. With. Instead of saying, him, his first question was, are you a lesbian? He said it like that, and the girl that he was with that night, was they were both looking at me, and I had this like thought, like it didn't matter what I said. Sure. I, I was going to be a winner. It, any answer was going to be right. Like he, Both of them wanted to, like, they were looking at me like, it doesn't matter. Like, we're going to fuck her anyway. Yeah. So I was like, no, I'm not. And then we're talking, and he's like, you're really funny, and I'm from Jersey. And blah, blah, blah. So we're sitting there, and he's, and I remember Steve Ranazizi walks behind him and mouths to me. He goes, are you okay? And I'm like, even if I wasn't, like, what would you do? Yeah. Like, this guy is a, gi- yeah, he's a giant. Like, and he Ranazizi's go- probably a fan. He's he probably going to be like, dude, if you're going to, like, attack <laughs> just can I get an autograph for <laughs> yeah. yeah, can you just sign this really quick? So this is what Dennis said to me, because this is amazing. I've, I've never had a pickup line like this before in my life. He goes, out of the blue, he just goes, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. He goes, I'm going to fuck you. All right. And then I'm going to take you to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and I look at him and I go, hold on. I'm in writing that, that order? Down. Yeah. I'm writing that As down. if to say, if you can survive my giant cock, I'll feed you. you that's get what I heard. Yes, you'll be fed. Wow. And I'm thinking there are women that that's worked on. Oh there have God. to be. Of course, there otherwise he wouldn't that just That girl that he was there that, that night. Yeah. yeah. That's some, I, see, he's on some crazy re, like rebound juice. I feel like he drinks something that just makes you crazy. He like, I, a, guy, a person who's just like that, you know, I mean, you see him on the court, like that type of energy he plays with. Think about trying to harness that into an everyday life situation. Can't. I can't. He's probably even crazier. I don't even know. I th- I was like, I have another set. That sounds amazing, <laughs> but I can't. Oh. Yeah, you, yeah, you're just like. Damn, I wish I could no be thanks. fucking and eating. I'm, mm-hmm. I have to go. Two of my favorite things. And then I, I think I think I like hid upstairs for a little bit. Oh God, that does work on people. He did write down his hotel number, his hotel like and the room number, as if I'm just going to show up. Like, well, I thought about it, and uh, I'm hungry. I'm starving. So, <laughs> so uh, can we get this over with really yeah. quick? Yeah. <laughs> Really quick, and then go to Green Blacks. Can we like <laughs> get some matzo ball soup? I do want to know what you love about cats so much, though. Oh, um, you talk about them in your act a lot and make some great uh, observations. I, uh, they're just kind of awesome. And when a cat loves you, it means more. It just does. Dogs love everyone. Like when a cat loves you, you know it's like they love you. They're more uh, picky, huh? They're so, so yeah. They like they really love you. It's like a thing. And also, to be honest with you, it is they're very self sufficient. It's it is. I make the comparison, but it, it's true. They sleep the majority of the day. They can entertain themselves. Like I don't have to worry do. about it. Seriously, that's what I like about it. Sometimes while I'm, while I'm working on something, my cat will be sleeping. He'll get up and want attention. I'll be like, go back to sleep. Like, that's why I have you. Like, I don't want to play with you. Um, <laughs> Which you've said to men before. Yeah, of course. Go back to sleep. <laughs> wow. I don't, no, I'm just like, leave. But yeah, but like, but like your, but like your thoughts on cats in my like weird psychology mind, I'm like, be, 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 because you said like, they don't have to love you. Right. That, so like when you earn it, yeah. it like, it, oh, yeah. it like, Feels I'm better. I'm like, oh wait. So if if you choose your men that way, oh yeah, I'm, like, I'm single. That's why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you just go up to the guy that's like, well, I mean, uh, he do- he doesn't love me, yeah, and he'll never love me. That's but exactly if where, I, yes. But if I can earn it. Oh yeah, that's exactly what they cut out from from that set from that joke, that long joke, my cat uh-huh. and dog joke is. I end it with. The guy should be, you know, thankful when a girl has a cat because we're used to being ignored and emotionally neglected. If a cat, yeah. if you mean a cat owner, that's what we're used to. When you hear a girl talk about her cat, 
it sounds like she's talking about an abusive relationship. It's a fact. They literally are. They're like, no, you don't understand. Like, he's really, like, when no one else is around, like, he is so loving. No, you don't, you guys just don't see it. Like, I mean, like, when no, like, it's like, honestly, like, if no one's here, like, that's when he gives me, and then I'm like, oh my God, these scratches, what? <laughs> so funny. And it's so true. Listen I, to a girl talk about her cat. Oh my God. I, I mean, I see, you know, it's NBC, so I see why they cut that out, but fuck, that's funny. Yeah. 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 God, that's funny. I didn't even actually try that with them because I knew, I couldn't say abusive relationship. I almost right. I feel like I should get a cat for the uh, material. They're good material. Yeah. I mean, dogs are good material too. But who is? Uh, yeah, but you're walking. right. Dogs. I know. It's, I see these people outside my uh, place uh, all the time walking the dogs, and when they look so unhappy. Out, it's six so in the morning. Early, they're like, oh, I hear God. my neighbor doing it. It'll be raining. I hear it at six o'clock. I hear them with the leash, and I look at my cat sleeping. I'm like, that's right, fucker. <laughs> well, I mean, Loser. When you say it like that, that's right. sounds pretty good. Um, so it's good. You're gonna have to come back on because we, yes. you know, we scratch the surface. We yeah. scratched. You're it. a great. You're a great guest. I mm-hmm. love it. Yeah, super fun. I do want to know though quickly because. Yeah. Um, we t- I think this this came up early in our uh, um, friendship about how you wrote for softcore porn. I did. I wrote for Cinemax for a four show years. called Coed Confidential. Sure did. Which I actually watched. Yeah, there were a lot of people that watched it. Not for God. research. No, uh, that's totally okay. <laughs> how do you? How does one get a porn writing gig? Is I, there one of those things like soft Sandy porn. Dan- Settle down. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> porn. I mean, what is, uh, she's, she's not an animal. Adam. Yeah, exactly. Did you learn the difference between soft and hard? I knew what Skinamax was already. So I mean, here's the thing: when I got hired for that job. HBO owns Cinemax. I got hired by HBO. I thought, oh, oh my God, HBO. I just got an Here HBO job. Go. Yeah, yeah, it was a big deal. I had to send in my writing samples. I had to do everything. I got the call. Your writing remember, samples for softcore porn. They didn't tell me it was softcore. They said it oh. was. Oh, no, they didn't tell me. It's a new show coming out. HBO owns it. It's a comedy. It's like a, an American Pie meets Porky's. That's all I said. And I can write. I've, I've written stuff. Yeah, like, so, so, of course, I'm. And, and, by with the, that, and with that description, you're like, oh, wow, this sounds amazing. By the way, if I sent you guys my scripts yep. um, on paper, like my, my man, my manager used them as samples for a long time. They're really good. But here's the thing. Just though. took out the paragraphs. When went, and now Bobby fucks Julie. It is basically like that. It was, they <laughs> would say to, say to us, it's a 24-page episode. So they'd be like, okay, I remember the first production meeting. We need to have four sex scenes per episode. I remember mm-hmm. thinking, What's, what? What? I was trying to do the math. They're like, not gratuitous tits and ass, full on sex. And then that's when I was like, um what network is this going on? Uh, and they're like, oh, it's going to be in the late night Cinemax. And I was like, oh, it's Cinemax. Um, but I'll tell you right now, because I got to work from home, mm-hmm. one of the best jobs I've ever had. Yeah. Ever. Sure. Ever had. Because while I was writing the sex, I was writing that. I wrote all four seasons. I also got a freelance writing job to write um, like a slasher movie, like a horror movie. So I was, write, I was doing punch-up yeah. on it. And mm-hmm. I, it was killing, I was killing characters and coming up with a really creative way. And I actually had a much harder time writing that. It felt like really bad to write that. And then, go, and then it felt good to like go back and be like, and then she does a slow ride. And he's, her nipples are all hard. <laughs> Wait, did you have to describe the sex? Oh, I described it so well. Yeah. Really? I actually like Googled like different words for like orgasm. And like I had to come up what with like, are creative. She reaches climax. She climaxes. Climax. You know what I mean? Celebration. Uh, that's, suddenly, that's what I use. I play explodes, the song Celebration. She explodes all over him. Like, I came explodes. up with, like, yeah, explodes. Wider, harder, faster, quicker. Their breath matching, blah, blah, blah. I was, like, writing. Their like, breath yeah, matching. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. Fucking her heaving tits. Oh, yeah. Heaving tits. Uh, I mean, that's, <laughs> a that sounds like a great event in a strongman competition. <laughs> Here's Magnus Magnuson <laughs> with the heaving tits competition. How many tits can he heave over? Last year, he heaved four tits. This year, he hopes to top that <laughs> that's awesome well, all right so now that's three reality shows that we've oh, written so because many. we're so we're absolutely make a hooker laugh tits. yes make a hooker laugh who can make a hooker laugh and how strong is your clit <laughs> <laughs> 
You listen to Mario Lopez? When Extra finally comes to a close, we got three new gigs. Done. I got to be honest, though. Heaving Tits is at the top of the list for me. That's, yeah. pre- that's a good that's one. Pre- that's pretty good. Just because those ESPN bodybuilder shows are always interesting. Yeah. And, yeah. hey, girl that made fun of me in the fifth grade, whose name I won't say because I don't want our fans to attack you on Facebook. You hey, have heaving tits. You're, you're <laughs> gross. And you have heaving tits. And you should have taken my candies. Where's that teddy bear? I'll take it. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much thank for coming you. by. Thank this was guys. so much fun. Uh, plug, uh, plug your stuff. Where uh, where can people find you? Um, well, you can find me at jodymillercomedy.com. Yep, mm-hmm. looking at it. Check it out. You got a bunch of books on here. I have four books that I wrote, the WTF series. Um, so buy them. They're still in bookstores. If you can find a bookstore, good luck. Okay. And you can also order them on Amazon. Yep. Uh, and you can go to aboutlastnightpodcast.com, click yes. on the Amazon banner, and then buy all of Jody's books, and yes. she will get a cut, and we will get a cut. All right, Look so we've that. got everybody wins. We've got What the Fuck College, What the Fuck America, What the Fuck Women, Seriously, What the Fuck, What the Fuck Work. <laughs> and oh OMG. OMG, guys. What, uh, I mean... How to Survive 101 of the Worst Fucking Situations. They're basically awesome. comedy books. Yeah, they're super fun. They are really great books. That's a big deal to write a book. It was, actually. But I'll tell you right now, we live in Los Angeles, and the first, I mean, the book came out, it was published, I was published, I couldn't believe it. It was in Barnes & Nobles, it was in Borders, when Borders were still around. God. It was in airport bookstores. It was really great. And somebody mm-hmm. came up to me like, oh my god, you published a book? I saw your book in the airport. I was like, oh, thank you. And then they were asking me, and then right, they go, oh my god, he's on that commercial! And everybody just ran. I was like, oh, alright, well, oh, apparently that, publishing that, means yeah, nothing. That's, <laughs> so I wrote four more books just to stick it to that fucking whore. <laughs> well done. Thank uh, you. Jody Miller on Twitter. No, follow me guys on Twitter, Jody Miller Comic, Instagram. Send me dick pics. You know how I love them. <laughs> Do uh, you? No. Have you ever gotten a dick pic? All the time. I get them Are you all, serious? I, all the time. I have jokes about it, and then I come off stage, and they're on my phone. Oh, because like they do Instagram direct message or something. No, because yeah, no. Somebody, uh, if I give somebody, if if I give a young guy my number, like it's <laughs> it's you're always one text message away from a dick pic. I love, it, I love really that's the how, move. how young it is. In their twenties, sometimes early thirties, and that's the move, I guess. It's uh, yeah. I'm, appla- I'm, I'm, I'm applauding yeah. you. Thank you. Just so, you. Just so uh, yeah. Do you I, like younger dudes versus dudes our age? No, I mean, I I kind of da- I feel like I'm I'm a fetish actually. Yeah. Younger guys like me. I'm a fetish. That's what it is. Like, mm. the only guys that hit on me in OkCupid are 24-year-olds and magicians. Like, that's a fact. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I've had more than one magician hit on me. It's a fact. And is it, it magician or illusionist? I hate magicians. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first thing I would ask them on the yeah. date. Yeah. Is that? Well, I is actually... That, what do Tinder, I call you? Here's the thing. I just got a great Tinder. I get some great Tinder lines, too, because I'm new to Tinder. And this guy mm-hmm. just emailed me... Uh, because Eliza actually swiped him. So if my friends grab my phone and they'll swipe it the right way, right. I would never. But he said. They just like find the freaky photos and go, oh, yeah, yeah. this dude. <laughs> she, he was hot. But he, his opening line was, can we be sex friends? And, of course, I responded like, do we have to be friends? Like, I don't. <laughs> Gross. And then he said, he said something like, don't you want to play? And I go, sure, play what? And then he goes, you're being childish. But he spelled being B-E-G-I-N. Yes. Bing-a-nin. I'm being childish. She goes, you obviously need a man with way more patience. I'm like, you're a tool bag. Um, I oh. said, no, I'm a comic, and I was being playful. Yeah. And then he deleted me. By the way, uh, there's a great uh, Instagram account called uh, By Felipe, uh, B-Y-E-F-E-L-I-P-E, and it's all women that have screenshotted these oh. Tinder conversations oh, God, of guys be, being like, hey, so you want to fuck tonight? Oh, yeah. Wow, uh, that's kind of quick that you said that. You're probably a fat bitch anyway. And, 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 and like they just go, it's, great. it's the funniest account. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, I just can't. Love it. You gotta go. I'm writing right now. No, I'm just writing down by Felipe. I yeah. really just, I, I can't, and then we'll wrap this up. I, I really can't 
fathom sending a picture. I can't even begin to wrap my head around the idea of looking down at my dick and taking a picture and not being like, what are you doing? Right. Let yeah. alone oh, to yeah. then massage it somehow, the picture. So uh, it's not even hard, by filters. the way. Oh, yeah, it's filters. I was talking about that. Why sometimes. would you? Okay, well, there's my first question. Yeah. Why would you not send sometimes a hard Sometimes it's like a dick? semi-hard. Yeah. I don't even know. Sometimes it's so, I like, I talk about it on stage because like it is mine. Yeah, it is. It is <laughs> Hunched over on a stool. <laughs> That was good. It's a like right like somebody no stole his uh what his, his fizzy spray bottle. Yeah, it's so I I can't even. And by the way, a lot of dicks are like strange. They should filter them because this one guy sent it, it like Rudolph. It's like a red tip, and then everything was really white. And, and then by, like, and oh, who wants to just look at a picture of a dick? Right, if you're no in the heat knows. of the moment, especially a dick you've never met. If I fucked you, then maybe I want that dick pic. Maybe yeah, that's a big maybe. maybe. If I've never fucked you, do you, it's like it's like looking at somebody's picture of their kid that you've never met. You're like, well, it looks cute. I don't. Yeah. It looks friendly. I don't, I don't know. know. I've never seen it. I've never met it. I don't know what it does. What is it doing in this picture? How does it behave in public? Exactly. <laughs> does anything ever photobomb his dick does pic? Has there ever been like a buddy pop up like, what's up, man? Like, the oh, that, that would be the best. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Photobombing dick pics. Oh my god! Photobombing dick pics. Oh my god! Somebody has to do that. Someone, someone do that Twitter account. Please photobombing dick pics. Now, is it always when you get them? Is it always just? It sounds like the amount of questions I'm asking. It sounds like I'm getting ready to send my first dick pic. But I, 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 I there's no lead into it. It's very strange. But what's your first reaction when you see it? I always know it's coming. All girls know because you you guys. I don't mean the two of these guys here. Guys in general. No, there's no build up. Oh okay. That's what I'm saying. You. They send it like I literally got. Hey, what's up? And then all of a sudden I saw image coming in. Oh, and I and I knew. knew. You when you knew. see image coming in from a guy that you've just sort of met, you're sort of flirting with, you know it's either going to be a hard dick in his weird Adidas sweats, <laughs> like just sort of like bulging out, or it's just going to be a dick with like his sweats like choking his balls out. Because sometimes they don't even take their pants all the way off. It's just like, here's my dick. Jesus. And I don't know what I'm supposed to say to that. Like... Awesome? Uh, no, you're not. <laughs> awesome is if somebody sends you like a picture of like, hey, just got my, you know, law degree and a picture of them outside of the school. Right. That's awesome. You're right. That is awesome. But that's what dude, dudes love trophies. That's why dudes. Yeah. In college, I remember there was a guy in my frat who was like, dude, come out, come look. You got to come see this crazy shit I just took. I was like, what? Was it He's like. No, it was a shit. Oh, a, a sh- oh, a sh- oh crazy the shit. Sh- oh. The shape and size of actual oh, shit. The shape and size of the poop he made, he was like, dude, this has never happened before. And like an idiot, I was like, he's like, you got to come see this. He didn't say it's the weird shape of my poop. Did you see it? Yeah. And, uh, and you know. <laughs> and then that's on you. And, to, and, you know, and in his defense, it was, it was, I'd never seen anything like it before. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I felt fooled. And I felt like, you know. <laughs> Did it. But it was he was proud, and it's the same thing I think with the dick pic. Yeah, who would what would you be more proud of, a good shit or your dick? Well, I mean, good shit. I, I mean, the feeling from a great poop is always. <laughs> I mean, it's God. especially if it's a double flusher. Oh yeah, yeah. Jesus, that's solid. Well, girls, well, we've girls got, don't we've, shit, we've, but <laughs> girls don't shit. They we really don't. They we just don't. it's an urban legend. Mm-hmm. We let it build up and we sneeze. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Just confetti shoots out of there like a <laughs> Brian Scalaro's Brian Scalaro's got this great joke about women not farting. He's like, I think you guys just uh, yeah, you hold up all your farts and then you go out into the uh, you go out the lawn at like three in the morning. You just oh, and, uh, really all the grass dies there. He's like, you just let out one big one from like five years of That's holding really it in. Well, the ten year old that I was coaching, he was the first one that said it. He goes, women fart, you know that? And I go, I do. And he goes, you know when they fart? I go, when he goes in the night. My mom fell asleep on the couch and she let out this fart that I swore I thought my dad did it. And he tells the story on stage. <laughs> if you thought goes, your dad did it, that's, that's what he said. He goes, he goes, I thought it was my dad. This is what he says on stage. He goes, I thought it was my dad. Because who could make such a noise? But it wasn't. It was my mom. Who and then he goes, then he goes to the women in the audience. He goes, you poor women. Hold it 
in all night and you fart and then he goes that's why we're having all these earthquakes it's all you ladies farting in the crushing. middle of the night he was crushing way, that's, the, that's the fifth game show was that mom or dad's <laughs> fart oh my god that's a- <laughs> followed by heaving titties <laughs> and look at my shit <laughs> show that's the show Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger. Schleichinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. <laughs>